government officials in the province of British Columbia were aware that suspicious money was entering their revenue stream, but took insufficient steps to stop it. I would like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which I create this compliance episode today. I would also like to pay my respects to the elders, past, present and emerging. I would also like to pay respect to the people that have passed down, deepened, enriched the compliance knowledge and wisdom I'm privileged to embody today and share throughout my work as a conscious career coach. Dearest you, welcome to Compliance Careerist. Today, I will try to avert a little bit from the usual and I'll be providing you with a story of what we nowadays call the Vancouver model. As you probably guess, yes, this is around um how Canada did not really step up their effort to detect uh money laundering suspicions happening within British Columbia. So what is the Vancouver model in general? It's a model that is used for laundering the revenues of contraband drugs and illegal funds from China. The Vancouver model, BCE, British Columbia, is also widely used and a large amount of money is laundered with this model. So China has banned its citizens from withdrawing very high amounts of money abroad, which creates a problem for some citizens. The huge amount of money mentioned here is beyond 50,000 US dollars or Canadian dollars. The fact that large sums of cash were not withdrawn from abroad had a very negative impact on gamblers in China. Before gamblers go to Canada to perform this prohibited activity, they carry Canadian bill suitcases with them, later the funds in these bills are laundered in Canada and the real income of the dirty money is concealed and um, legalized. After this stage, Chinese citizens go to casinos in Vancouver, illegally exchanging their dirty money with casino chips. So these chips are then converted into Canadian dollars in certain ways. As a result, Funds brought from China are also laundered from Vancouver casinos by changing from cash into casino chips. Additionally, once these funds arrive in Canada, they can be mixed with cash from drug trade, and then the cash is cleared through private mortgages in British Columbia casinos. So, this money laundering process is what is called the Vancouver model. It's basically a tactic developed by money launderers to avoid suspicion of drug trafficking and organized crime. 
money launderers need to hide the illegal source of funds in order to carry out their activities. So they always need to turn those funds into less suspicious asset. At this point, for criminals, British Columbia is a very attractive place to carry out this activity. Vancouver Harbour provides a trade hub with Asia and British Columbia has a growing marijuana industry in itself. Apart from that, Vancouver is home to many substance users who maintain a stable customer base. Banknotes used to transport large funds extracted from China in suitcases across borders and usually $20 and $50 bills. These small banknotes are the most frequently used in even the largest businesses. The negative effects of money laundering through the Vancouver model were felt in almost all states of Canada. The money laundered also affected foreign citizens from purchasing a property in Vancouver. As a result of affecting property purchasers, house prices and living costs were significantly higher than the local population's budget. In Canada, it was stated in a report that owners about um, of about half of the city's most expensive homes are purchased using secretly structured purchasing methods. The situation is only is not only affecting Canada but also affects China negatively. So money laundering is prone to capital controls of countries. Because the criminals who implement the Vancouver model know the traditional ways um, very well, manual roads change their tactics in order to, in, in order not to go uh, unnoticed. In order to prevent the Vancouver model, regulators are increasing their regulations on the issue. Defining money laundering with the Vancouver model is the responsibility of both financial institutions and a casino and real estate industry. Casinos in British Columbia have also taken measures such as showing a legitimate source of spending over 10,000 Canadian dollars. With these measures, the realization of money laundering and terrorist financing activities is tried to be prevented. The Vancouver model is not just a money laundering activity between Canada and China, um, so it would be quite wrong to think just about um, this crime in Canada and China it can happen um, anywhere else. Institutions <clears throat> such as the gambling and real estate sector where the Vancouver model takes place are easier to prevent this crime if they comply with the AMO regulations they are responsible for. Nowadays, um, awareness of the Vancouver model is increasing and for this reason, institutions must implement all the responsibilities they're responsible for. Organizations need to know who they do business with, who their customers really are, potential risk of people whose real identity is known can be also determined. Suspicious persons and activities can be detected by checking these people regularly and uh, even by scanning the transactions. In this way, money laundering activity carried out with the Vancouver model can also be prevented. Thank you for visiting us for this episode of Compliance Careerist. 
Consider following us if you consider taking on development and professional opportunities to help you succeed consciously. And if you know someone who would benefit of listening to Compliance Careerist, please share it with them.